Welcome to Let's Talk Ed. I'm Chris Ford, and as always, I am joined by Dr. Zahi Atala. Zahi, how are you today? Great. Great. Yourself? I'm good, thank you. So we are going to be talking a little bit about an article that came out here not too long ago that talks about community colleges and business and industry and, and that relationship and how it's not always maybe as good as it could be. Yeah, so the premise is an article that came out in the uh, Harvard uh, Business Review in December the 12th. Uh, so a few weeks ago in 2022, and um, the title is The Partnership Imperative, Community Colleges, Employers, and America's Chronic Skills Gap, and we'll, we'll, put, it in, we'll put the link to it in our, uh, in our description, uh, but uh, the idea is that we've talked about uh, skills uh, gap for, for years now, Supposedly, the community colleges are going to be uh, the major player in, in the solution, but we're not quite there yet. And both the Harvard, Harvard Business Review and um, the American Association of Community uh, Colleges, AACC, did the analysis and, uh, you know, things aren't necessarily looking good for us in the community colleges, but also for employers as well. Right. And, you know, the idea is community colleges, you know, we're going to be the ones that, that are really there preparing our students uh, for the workforce, whether they're getting that, you know, two-year degree and going right into the workforce or certificate and going right into the workforce, or, you know, they're getting that transfer degree and eventually they're going to end up in the workforce after, you know, completing a, a bachelor's degree or more. And, you know, what businesses are saying, what industry is saying is you're not always giving us the skills that we need. Yeah, and we'll be talking more about those in, in, in our next installments about the in, in particular details, because in from my perspective, parties are to be blamed. Uh, a lot of it is hubris and a lot of it is a misunderstanding of what needs to happen. Uh, and and looking at you chuckling, I'm thinking we're going to be getting those nasty emails again. Um, <laughs> but but in in truth, there are regulations, especially on the uh, career technical education side of the house, that mandate in every state for institute local advisory um, uh, boards uh, made up of folks from the employment side and, and from the employee side outside of the institution. Uh, I'm thinking in particular of the Carl D. Perkins uh, um, career technical education uh, funding that comes from the uh, federal government to each state and then it's allocated. So each state has its own bit of a version of how the money's flowing into community colleges and uh, K through 12 in particular to hit career technical education um, and it's fifth iteration. Uh, so it's four, three authorization. Perkins five is uh, really setting, uh, and that was reauthorized in 2018. It's, it's setting the focus on broadly lifting uh, the people 
uh, in bringing down those gaps in equity, uh, but employers play a big role in it. Uh, and and uh, I would contend that they play the chief role because the vast majority of us are employed by someone. And, and that's exactly it. And, you know, to some extent, what is it, you know, when we talk about these skills, what is it that we're talking about? Are are we talking about someone exclusively that knows how to operate a machine or, you know, do a certain trade or, or do a certain job? Or are we also talking about the soft skills that is important for that are important for employment? You know, the the ability to come in and, you know, interview, be on time, work with the public, work with, you know, other people. Uh, all of those things are important, and some of those aren't as addressed as others. Excellent point. Um, and, and, and not to try to irritate uh, some, but to try to irritate everyone uh, following your lead. Uh, it, it, the, we forget that we're trying to shape individuals uh, and set them on a trajectory and um, some one class here for even a certificate right which is a small number of classes or an associate and and there's more and more of a push from certain employers that they want the technical skills but then in the same breath they're telling us that they want those soft skills that come generally from the general education classes, right? The, the writing, the critical thinking, the uh, the math skills and what have you. So this is where I think the, the, uh, the article has hit the nail on the head in highlighting that um, divergence in opinions. And maybe over the next couple of uh, segments, you and I will try to shed light on how we can rectify those things. Yeah, because, you know, really, it, it comes down to both sides doing their due diligence in this. Um, you know, this isn't entirely at the, the hands of a college to do better. It's not entirely at the hands of a business to do better. Uh, but really, it comes down to both parties sitting down and being really open, honest, and frank with each other about how do we make sure that as as students matriculate through the college that they are prepared adequately for the workforce yeah and it, you know it sounds simple but it really isn't I, I agree i agree some of the 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 findings uh that are highlighted very succinctly and beautifully in that article uh, tend to identify trust as a potential concern on both uh, ends. Um, but the one thing that was very striking for me was that 47% of the employers, and we're talking hundreds and hundreds of employers that were surveyed, said it was most cost-effective to hire talent from the open market. And then I've sat in hundreds of those advisory meetings and meetings of, of uh, uh, you know, uh, business community, and and they complain that uh, employees are going from one uh, company to the next company to the next company. 
that's what hiring from the open pool does, right? If I pay you an extra buck an hour, you're going to do that. And, and, you know, by the time you come back to me now, now you're worth four or five more dollars an hour and you haven't gained any skills. So I think that's part of the problem as well. So it's, it's ideological, it's at the root. And, and honestly, I think, like you said, it's both parties have to make some changes. Right. You know, because obviously for, you know, colleges, one of our value propositions to students and, and something that they pay attention to a lot is if I go to your college, I complete this program, am I going to get a job in my field? Uh, and, and, you know, if that's a struggle, it's going to be hard to convince students to do a program like that. Uh, you know, at the same time, it's going to be hard to convince students to, uh, you know, pay for a degree and come out and you're going to be making 25 cents more than minimum wage, you know, after you've gone through two years of, of education. Um, it's going to be hard to convince a student to, to do something like that. Yes. And then, but, but when that happens, we shouldn't be complaining that we cannot retain people that people are coming into the workforce with the with the with the poor preparation. You know, you, you can't have it both ways. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to continue to unpeel this onion a little bit more. We're going to talk about this from both perspectives, what colleges should do and what we believe uh, corporations should do. And again, we're just a couple of guys who like higher ed. Uh, we enjoy uh, talking about things like this. And if you enjoy things like discussions like this, be sure and like us, subscribe to our channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure and ring the bell so you get notifications. So you will find out when we post more content like this and uh, just keep following us everywhere we are. Uh, we're on your favorite podcasting platforms. We're on YouTube. And, uh, you know, with that, uh, Zahi, any quick parting shot from you? Yes, uh, that we're going to sound more community college centric uh, because that's what we know. Uh, but we're open for other people's perspectives, e either to come in and talk to us or, or to write us. And, and we will absolutely address it uh, because we cannot continue the status quo. Absolutely. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time on Let's Talk Ed.